0: Welcome again to the Seven Figures Club Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about less is more and this is Phil doing the podcast today. I just want to kind of share with you some really important concepts surrounding this about why and how we let ourselves get held back in life and kind of clog ourselves up, so to speak, so that we don't really get where we need to be, that we we kind of remain immovable with all kinds of baggage and stuff. And so in this conversation today with you, this isn't an interview, but we're going to be talking about the importance of all these topics and you know, some really important stuff that I learned, even from things like movies and quotes and some of my own experiences and books that I've uh, experienced as well, my own just life experience in general. So without further ado, let's get going.
1: There are over 32 million businesses in the U.S. and over 90% of them will never break seven figures in annual sales. So how do we as entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs break into that seven figures club? This podcast will relentlessly share the secrets, strategies, and tactics I've used to create three multi-seven-figures businesses and bring in even more successful entrepreneurs than me to share their inspirational stories and tactics to success. You can create your dream business in life right now. So buckle up and let's go.
0: You know, letting go is a very broad topic. We're letting go of things virtually every day. That could be things like, uh, you know, trash, you know, the the waste product of some granola bar you ate or banana peel or other things, a pizza box, (laughs) and also bodily waste and all kinds of stuff. I don't mean to be crass or anything, but we're letting go of things constantly. And so, therefore, we need to look around our environment and and realize that uh, life is about flow. Oftentimes, you know, there are bigger things. Uh, that may be holding us back in the form of you know some baggage emotionally or otherwise or quite literally uh, in the sense of maybe being a hoarder uh, just holding on to stuff. So there's all kinds of things that can hold us back and it, it can vary and fluctuate how that plays out in each of our individual lives. But I think it's important to kind of take a a self-assessment, kind of a self-inventory right now and and kind of figure that out for ourselves. And I'm going to talk to you about some real important principles uh, regarding that as well. I'm sure most of us have used toilets in our lives. And, you know, the way the toilet functions is with the flow of water. And yet oftentimes, hopefully not too often, toilets get clogged. I I have uh, some people I know who have kind of a habit of that. I'm not going to mention anyone by name or even their relationship to me. (laughs) But sometimes toilets get clogged And what do we do? We go get a plunger We go get some uh, drain You know, Drano Something like that To really flush that out So to speak And uh, in some cases It requires a little more drastic measures You gotta call a plumber Or, you know Uh, In a recent case that I was involved with, and no, I wasn't the culprit, uh, somebody had to come and use what they call a snake to push things through and get this toilet flowing. Again, I'm not trying to be crass or vulgar or anything, but this is something we relate to, usually most of us, I think, on a day-in and day-out basis. And in like manner, our lives need to continue to flow, and certainly in a much higher plane than that of our all-important toilets. I have a question for you. Did you see the movie Up in the Air? It came out years ago, I think maybe around 2011, I didn't look this up, but uh, George Clooney is kind of the main character in this movie. And, you know, these are people who fly on airplanes constantly. That's why it's called up in the air. And uh, his character kind of gives a speech or, or, or monologue of sorts, kind of related to this topic. And I want to share uh, this with you. It might take a few minutes to go through, but I'm going to read kind of word for word what he said. So here it goes. He said, how much does your life weigh? Imagine for a second that you're carrying a backpack. I want you to feel the straps on your shoulders. Feel them. Now I want you to pack it with all the stuff that you have in your life. You start with the little things, the things on shelves and in drawers, the knickknacks, the collectibles. Feel the weight as that adds up. Then you start adding larger stuff, clothes, tabletop appliances, lamps, linens, your TV. The backpack should be getting pretty heavy now. And you go bigger, your couch, bed, your kitchen table. Stuff it all in there, your car, get it in there, your home. Whether it's a studio apartment or a two-bedroom house, I want you to stuff it all in that backpack. Now try to walk. It's kind of hard, isn't it? This is what we do to ourselves on a daily basis. We weigh ourselves down until we can't even move. And make no mistake, moving is living. Now, I'm going to set the backpack on fire. What do you want to take out of it? What do you want to take out of it? Photos? Photos are for people who can't remember. Drink some ginkgo and let the photos burn. (laughs) This is what George Clooney said in the movie. In fact, let everything burn and imagine waking up tomorrow with nothing. It's kind of exhilarating, isn't it? Now, this is going to be a little difficult, so stay with me. You have a new backpack, only this time you want to fill it with people. Start with casual acquaintances, friends of friends, folks around the office, and then you move into the people that you trust with your most intimate secrets. Your cousins, your aunts, your uncles, your brothers, your sisters, your parents, and finally your husband, your wife, your boyfriend, or your girlfriend. You get them into that backpack, and don't worry, I'm not going to ask you to light it on fire, Feel the weight of that bag. Make no mistake, your relationships are the heaviest components in your life. Do you feel the straps cutting into your shoulders? All those negotiations and arguments and secrets and compromises? You don't need to carry all that weight. Why don't you set that bag down? Some animals were meant to carry each other, to live symbiotically for a lifetime. Star-crossed lovers, monogamous swans, we are not those animals. The slower we move, the faster we die. And there's more to all this, by the way, that George said. There may be some good takeaways for me. There's some good takeaways in all this. Uh, One of the things he said is moving is living. And, uh, you know, at the end, the slower we move, the faster we die. And I think it's really important to kind of going back to that toilet analogy. I know that was a fun one, but keeping that flow is keeping us moving. It's a flow. It's a movement of water. And so, therefore, we got to really be uh, both honest and realistic with ourselves as to what this all means. And also when he talked about pictures – why do you need them when you have memories? I mean, this is what he said in his little speech in the movie. <laughs> so, and I, and when I saw that movie, by the way, I was like, interesting point. It doesn't mean I've gotten rid of all my pictures, and certainly. These days, most of us have a lot of them, you know, the ones that matter most uploaded to something like Facebook or something. So, hey, if something goes wrong or I end up homeless, Facebook hopefully still exists. But anyway, think about all that. Our memories and the things that actually really matter and the the actual things that we really just possess already are really treasures in and of themselves, and especially these relationships. I don't know that I agree with all of it about, you know, setting that whole bag down. I think it's important to help and lift each other in our lives. But Uh, be real honest with ourselves about how much of other people's lives baggage problems that we need to take on ourselves. So as he said, and trust me, I've been guilty of this. We weigh ourselves down such that we can't move. That can be stuff, you know, physical items that can be the aftermath of some trauma or traumas we've experienced. And I'm not making light of any of it, but uh, trust me, we've all had some of these, uh, you know, things and we all have them now. I'm pretty sure of it. Uh, If you're listening to this podcast and if you've lived for any length of time, it can also be fears and carrying around other people's burdens, as we talked about, you know, as he kind of mentioned towards the end of this little speech. This is really about freeing ourselves from chains. Many times self-imposed chains at that. I've said lately and, you know, been taught a lot that everything we do either empowers and frees us or disempowers and enslaves us. So we need to start looking at everything in our lives, literally everything through that lens. Now, speaking of movies, did you see the movie Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade? And I've talked about this and heard it from uh, some others recently as well about how at the end of the movie he's going to get the uh, Holy Grail. You know, spoiler alert, (laughs) if you haven't seen it, it came out in the early 90s. So if you haven't seen it by now, uh, you know, pause this podcast and go watch it and then come back. But at the end of the movie, uh, he comes to a part where he has to cross this basically uh, massive divide. This is almost like falling off a cliff. And it says that he has to take a leap of faith. And, And so Indiana Jones, you know, in usual style... And with the nervous look on Harrison Ford's face, he goes ahead and takes this leap of faith and all of a sudden the bridge is there to cross this, uh, you know, ravine of sorts. You have to see the movie if you haven't. Go look that part up about the leap of faith with Indiana Jones. Maybe those are your key words. And as he gets across, uh, then he's able to, you know, make decisions and choose which cup was the uh, Holy Grail and so on and so on. But he had to let go of his inhibitions, his fears to really take that leap of faith. And how could he take that leap if he was, you know, dragging some massive backpack like George Clooney was talking about? Now I'm mixing movies. (laughs) These are important principles I'm really just mixing principles expressed uh, in this context in the form of movies. Now, I want to take this a little bit of a step further. I've heard, and you may have heard this as well, that the enemy of great is good. And I learned that from various sources, including the book Good to Great. Uh, Remember, therefore, to also get rid of otherwise good things that are also holding you down, that are also clogging the flow of our lives and, you know, what our real life purpose is, And, you know, I heard somebody recently say on a podcast, the reason most people fail is because they give up what they want most for what they want now. And I think that's worth some pondering individually for all of us. I invite you to do that. The reason most people fail is because they give up what they want most for what they want now. And I think that can be filtered through all kinds of lenses in our lives about the various things that we Confront on a day-to-day basis, and the baggages and things that we hold on to. And so, I just want to kind of, as we get ready to close, kind of go over some tips that have really helped me in this important topic. Number one, ask yourself the meaning you've assigned to things in your world. You know, the physical, mental, emotional, relationship kind of areas of our lives, and follow your intuition. If it feels like a certain item is is maybe holding you back, fears, traumas, physical objects, whatever. Add that to a list somewhere on paper or maybe on your phone or, you know, on your Google Drive or something. And just so that we're taking conscious action of real self-awareness. That's kind of the first step of a lot of things that we need to improve in our lives day-to-day, self-awareness. So, uh, But making it formalized in the form of something in writing I think is helpful to kind of understand, oh, this, this might be holding me back and clogging my toilet, <laughs> so to speak. And number two, if something needs healing, kind of acknowledge that the healing process is universally hard. Rather than thinking there's something quote-unquote wrong with you, uh, it can make it easier to just kind of get through the struggle by acknowledging that. Give yourself time and space to heal or mourn if that applies. Uh, so that might be part of some of this as well. I know I have some things like that. Uh, so figure that out for yourself, but be kind to yourself in that process, realizing that it is a process. And number three, seek closure by by closing that door and then get rid of the reminders that may apply in your life. That may be related to an ex-lover or business failure or some other thing. A lot of times these are negative things and it could be like we said here recently in this podcast about the enemy of great is good. So get rid of some of those good things as hard as that may be and maybe even get rid of some of the reminders pertaining thereto as well, my friends. And the fourth thing, if there are any kind of adverse feelings attached to something, there's an important process of kind of sitting with and understanding that feeling and its roots without judgment, okay? And sometimes just release the energy of that. And And I know it, for the sake of a podcast, I'm oversimplifying that process. Go study some of this online. Remember I said study. Study is an important part of what we do here. And just kind of verbally acknowledging it is helpful in, in terms of releasing that energy. You, you could just outwardly say clearly and concisely, I am anxious if you have something like that. And I'm not making light of any of it. I know people deal with all sorts of things. But face the thing and release some of that energy. And over time, uh, we can improve upon and and better ourselves. This isn't kind of a one-stop shop where everything's done all at once. I believe we're all a work in progress until the day we die, whether we live to be over 100 like my great-aunt Eleanor or whether we live to be some other age less than that. And I know we've all known people uh, of various degrees in that regard. But I digress. The fifth thing. In the physical world, go through a closet, you know, find clothes or your garage or whatever, your living room. If, if we're living in hoarder land, let's just be honest with ourselves. Some of us are, and kind of go through that closet or that living room or that garage or whatever it is. Find clothes and things you don't use or need. Donate them. There's something that just feels great about doing that, uh, in both the sense of helping somebody else and the sense of freeing yourself and flushing that out, so to speak. So, Uh, You know, be honest if you haven't worn something in a while or, you know, will you ever really use that that glue stick you've held on to since first grade (laughs) (laughs) or whatever it is? You know, I'm I'm being kind of silly, but it's all in the interest of expressing some points here. Get rid of it. There's no shame. And I myself need to improve in this regard as well. I'm not preaching, talking down to anybody. Uh, But these are some tips that have helped me and some tips that I've learned along the way with all the various things that I study, learn and try to progress in myself. Uh, The sixth thing of seven total, by the way, is you know, related to the the realm of business in our lives. We've all maybe had jobs or or maybe tried to start a business. Maybe there's business failures or missteps that uh, can likewise be let go of. And find the lesson. That's really the important part of it. And there always is one. There's always a lesson. Build upon that experience. Reframe it as an important learning moment. And move forward because life only moves forward. If we're dragging baggage, How are we going to move forward effectively, especially, you know, a backpack of the magnitude as George Clooney talks about? So, and the seventh and final thing, and, you know, the same is true really in our lives here if there's some sort of loss or foreclosure outside of maybe a business thing that we talked about in the last one, uh, whether that's a divorce or, like we said, maybe even job loss, that's in the business realm. But there's something extremely freeing and truly deciding to kind of move forward with life let go and be real with yourself. And sometimes we need to let go of some perceived sense of control when all we can really truly control is ourselves, the internal of ourselves. We can't control that much in the exterior. Um, there's things in our environment and in our world and in our homes that we can, but let's kind of resign ourselves to what we can control. And maybe we can increase that influence in our lives as, as we continue to learn and grow in advance. But let's let's be honest and let go of things i've had issues sometimes with control too and a lot of times at the root of that there's some form of insecurity that uh, this or that might happen or some fear of some perceived loss. So we're going to hold on tight to this or control this or that or that person, um, as opposed to letting things be the way they're supposed to be and let these other areas and these other people flow the way they need to in their lives. So it's a constant kind of delicate, harmonious dance that we're trying to create for ourselves and for those uh, people and some things that, that maybe we do care about. So in closing, I want to kind of tell you a quote I heard, you know, a friend of mine, Ty Cohen, some of you may have heard of him. He has a thing called Kindle Cash Flow. I've met him and talked to him uh, here in in Las Vegas and a uh, great, great man from North Carolina. Uh, used to work at Walgreens and now he's making millions and millions of dollars uh, doing business things that he's doing. But one of the things he said, and I was watching a video that he made recently. He said, the biggest threat to your future is the past that you won't let go of. And I would take that a step further to include all the things we've talked about. That could be anything. And again, I'm not making light of any of it. I I promise that I honor and value and respect wherever you're coming from. But at the same time, we've got to be really honest with ourselves and really truly understand the the value of less is more in our lives and letting go and letting things flow so that we can get, you know, I don't want to keep going back to the toilet analogy, but it's important and we all deal with them hopefully on a daily, daily basis. Let that toilet flow. <laughs> let let our lives flow, more importantly. And as we do that, I promise that we're going to find more joy, peace, lasting, meaningful satisfaction and success in our lives, in all areas. And so in closing, my friends, I just want to invite you to really, really Uh, work on this in our own lives. Again, be realistic, be kind to ourselves and to others around us. And at the same time, uh, you know, as it pertains to business, because this is a business podcast, I think it's just real important to really focus on that side of things. There's all kinds of nonsense that holds us back. And I think it's important to really consider what are the things, for example, in the business sense that maybe we can let go of and or most importantly, maybe delegate to to somebody else, maybe get a VA or have an assistant of some sort uh, or some other employee help with certain areas. Uh, there's all kinds of ways that this can manifest in our lives. But I promise that from a less is more standpoint. That's the way to get ahead in business. People talk about shiny object syndrome and, and kind of walking around scatterbrained or doing this analysis paralysis. Trust me, I've been guilty of all of it. <laughs> and maybe you have too. But uh, I know that we can do better. Life moves forward. Let's uh, do so effectively. And we'll see you next time on the 7 Figures Club Podcast. Have a great day.
1: Are you looking for more 7 Figure secrets, content, or even how you can launch your own recession-proof business? Then check out sevenfigures.com. That's the digit seven, F-I-G-U-R-E-S.com, where we share more videos, stories, strategies, funding solutions, entrepreneurial education, and even the secret business type that's recession proof. Thank you for listening. And if you're finding value in our podcast, please give us a five star and invite others to join the club.